We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Starting to stream up. Here we go. All right, this is a little redo. Here we go, here we go. (laughs) <laughs> Number one show for the fans, by the fans, is back. CP from the Knicks Fan TV, my man Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show. Back at it again. Season two on the way. This is the home for the diehard Knicks fan. If you're a diehard Knicks fan who loves to talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and post-game live analysis featuring live callers, hit that subscribe button below and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. JLS, how you feel, man? I'm good, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's, it's almost time for the season to start. It's we almost time, man. Coming on Monday, I'm starting to see the little Knicks news, Knicks tidbits coming to train camps. It's a very exciting time. Yeah. You still have the hope now. You know what I mean? We 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 have the hope, man. That that's all we ever have, man. To be honest with you, <laughs> but it's all good because we we got a young team, uh, a nice core that mm-hmm. we're trying to put together. Along with some uh, some solid vets that we just picked up, so let, let's see what happens. Um, but once again, salute to everybody in the chat. Whether you're watching on the Nick of Time Show, whether you're watching on Knicks Fan TV, wherever you guys are watching from, salute to you guys. Um, one big tidbit: uh, I told you guys that the phones were going to be uh, up and running. We're going to take your calls. The phone lines are down, but so that's the bad news. Good news is uh, Knicks Fan TV Dave is going to be passing around a link. In the chat, click on the link and put your phone number in there. We're gonna call you. Don't call us. We'll we'll call you tonight. Just stay by. All right, just stay by the phone. So don't call us. We'll call you and we'll let you know when uh, when we start kicking off the phone calls. But there's a little technical difficulties. Nothing that we can control. But once those cut, get back up and running, we'll we'll have the regular switchboard going. But for now, just put your phone number if you want us to talk and and call in. We'll call you. Just put your phone number in the link. That Knicks Fan TV provides, and we'll get back to you guys. Okay. All right, JL. So, day two of practice is underway. Practice got started yesterday. We had media day on Monday. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Fizdale. 
Fizdale was was on the horn today, and uh, he had a couple of things to say about Julius Randle. Uh, let's let's play the clip. I'm gonna do a lot of different stuff with Julius. I'm gonna bring him. I'm gonna have him handling pick and roll. I'm gonna have him setting pick and rolls. He'll post and ice, and I'll run pin downs for him, cross screens and pin downs. So. You know, for a guy like that with that kind of talent, I want to be able to move him around and utilize the skill set from different parts of the floor. So that was Fizz's comments on Julius Randle. He said he's going to have him running a lot of pick and roll uh, as a roll guy and as a ball handler. He's going to have him bringing a ball up, a lot of post up, a lot of ISO. Uh, what's your takes on on uh, how we're going to unleash Julius? I'm curious to see how he's going to take on the challenge, man, because he's done well for the Pelicans when. Anthony Davis was out, so this will be the first time that he will be the man for the whole season. So I'm curious to see how how he adapts to having the defense just focus on him 82 games. But I'm I'm hopeful that he can do it. He's shown some flashes that he can. He's uh run. He's actually had the offense run through him with the Pelicans sometimes, even without a point guard. Um, he's un, he's an underrated pass. He can pass pretty well. Not always willing, but he has shown flashes. He can pass. He's shown flashes. He can play and pick a role. So, you know what, it's, it's going to be exciting to see what he can do this season during 18 games that it can translate into to Nick wins. I, I agree, man. When AD went out, Julius really, I mean, he, he put on a show from the stats point of view. Uh, definitely put on a show. Very agile. I think that's one of his most underrated abilities, man, is, is this guy can run. And and like Fizz said, he wants guys that can rebound and, and run the break. And Julius Randle could do just that. Imagine what? maybe imagine a pick and roll with him and Mitch. Yeah, you know he averaged four dimes last season, so mm-hmm. nothing to sneeze at from a from a big man standpoint. That's yeah. very good. That's very power good. Forward. Yeah, power forward four dimes. Yo, can you imagine too him and Mitch with the? Yo, we gonna eat up rebounds this season, dog. Yeah, they they're gonna bang. They're gonna bang, man. And like I said, he's he's very uh, agile, very fleet of foot. You know, we saw him working out with Melo this this off season. He's working on his footwork as well. Mm-hmm. He also mentioned uh, during today's practice that obviously he's working on his three-point jumpers. Last yeah. year, he shot about 34, 34% from three. Yeah, gotten better every year. He's gotten better every year. Now, funny, funnily enough, I was speaking to um, Alex and Gavin on uh, Locked on Nick. Salute to Alex and Gavin. And, and Gavin brought up an interesting point. He was saying that, you know, although he did shoot 34% from three, a lot of those were uncontested. So to be fair, it'll be interesting to see once guys adjust and, and, and really chase him and try to run him off that line, how how he how efficient he will be uh, once once these guys make those adjustments. Well, he said it himself. He said his bread and butter is to be down low. So yeah, that's I his calling card. Be, we know that. Yeah, that's his calling card. That's why he's so efficient. That's why he's probably one of the most efficient scoring big men um, in the league last season. So. I don't know if he's going to be shooting that many more threes. Uh, maybe one or two. Who knows? But uh, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me as long as if he's taking them when they're wide open, he's hitting them. That's all that yeah. really matters. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a steady diet of threes. It, I don't. It doesn't have to be that for me. It's true. Especially if, especially if the offense is running through him. You know what I'm saying? Like if the offense is running through him, I don't mind him posting up and kicking it out to somebody else for three. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. True indeed, true indeed, man. And then Fizz had also uh, alluded to the possibilities of, of running a little Randall at the five. You know, and, and you and I had talked about this earlier this season uh, in our in our season discussions, maybe running a little Marcus Morris at the four, 
You run Mitch at the five. Remember, I told you my, my wild card lineup was uh, RJ at the one. You run mm-hmm. either either Dotson at the two, maybe a little for Frank at the two if Dotson's not in. You go Kev at the three, Marcus Mars at the four, Julius at the five, if you need a little spark in the offense. Yeah, I mean, that's not my favorite lineup. Like, I can see offensively it can do well in certain spots. I probably mm-hmm. wouldn't do that lineup long, no. like long term. Yeah. But because uh, I know the numbers for him defensively at the five aren't Atrocious, good. Like, yeah. It's a little shaky at the four, but then when he goes to the five, it's, it's a lot worse. But um, if he's hitting that three consistently, then maybe we can definitely benefit from having, you know, like a five-minute run where we just run throughout the gym with that line. Yeah. No, I agree. And and by no means am I trying to run that lineup out there, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, for an extended period of time. But obviously for offensive stretch, I think I think that would be nice. A nice small ball lineup. You know, nice small ball lineup. We do know that defensively is going to be his Achilles heel. It's going to be interesting to see if he can improve on his rim protection, his overall court awareness. I think Marcus Morris should be able to help him with that. That's another reason why I like Marcus Morris starting at the three. Not to say that Kevin Knox is not going to do that, but I feel like I'm more confident in Marcus Morris right now on the defensive side of things to get the team together, you know, help Mitch in in the front court and also help Julius Randle. It's it's interesting, too, because – Julius Randle has an incentive in his contract where uh, he can get some extra money if he becomes defensive player of the year. So they're trying to really motivate this guy to play defense this year as well. He's lost weight, so maybe he'll be a little quicker. Yeah. But um, who knows what will happen. I'm not banking on it. I'm, not, I'm definitely not banking on defensive player of the year. But I yeah. know when he's motivated that he's had some success playing defense when he's motivated. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And, you know, how that – how that uh how that shakes out for eighty two games when you're the focal point of the offense. And Just gonna say that. Just gonna yeah. say that, man. It's gonna be very interesting to see. Uh, you know, obviously he's gonna be the guy, no doubt about it. He's going to be the guy. He's gonna get the highest usage on the team, and the offense is gonna run through him for better or for worse. And, and let's see how how we um you know go go with this guy. And this is gonna be our horse. This is this yeah. is gonna be our guy, man. Definitely, definitely. I, I'm excited, man. Preseason starts Monday. I can't wait. <laughs> yes, sir. Preseason starts Monday against the Washington Wizards. Gonna be a nice one, man. Well, I feel like we always get the Wizards on the preseason schedule at least twice. Yeah, we do. For, for, for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah we, it's the thing. You always get the little East Coast. Oh, get the Wizards and the Nets and then whoever's around. Philly the sometimes, yeah. Yeah, it's a little Atlantic Division type yeah, of. Absolutely, man. And, but don't forget, don't forget the preseason finale against Zion. Mm. You know, they you know they set that up yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a setup. You never played no Pelicans in preseason. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, man. That, that was definitely a setup. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. Uh, let's go to some comments in the chat. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. If you're new in the chat, leave us with the hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. Shout out to uh, nice. Park City. I think Park City said he, he likes my lineup. Uh, John Talento in here. He's always in here early. Shells Heavy. What's going on, Shells? How you feeling? Yeah, uh, what's going on? Will from LI is always representing. Yes, sir. He says he's going to the preseason game, the first one. So shout out to Will. Hope you have fun in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Steven Evans. Steven Evans, what's going on? (laughs) He said there is no way Julius will ever win uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Stop. I didn't say he would. I just said it was in his contract. That's in his contract. That's what we said. Yeah, that's what we said. (laughs) 
<laughs> I even myself said I don't see that happening, but you know, yeah. in good incentive to play some defense. Facts, facts. Uh, we got <laughs> Mr. T. Park in here. He says uh, Julius Randle is an athletic Zebo, which I I can agree with. With a more a more expanded game, it's a good a good comparison. And, and Zebo did really expand his game as his as his career went on. You, you know, when That's he when he got to Memphis, he kind of he, he came out a little bit. So shout out to Zebo, definitely one of my favorite players and favorite Knicks for Yo. sure. <laughs> if you really want to think about it, Julius Randle is a taller, uh, a little less athletic but taller Zion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, according to Canner, right? According to Edis, I mean, he averages this. He averaged what Zion averaged in the NBA. Yeah, man. Let, so, I mean, where's the lot? <laughs> hey, well, we'll see, man. I'm gonna be very, very intrigued <laughs> to see uh, how they match up. How will they match up going head to head this season? And also what, what Zion does this season. Let, let's shout out some hashtag news. We got Eric Guerra in the chat. Hashtag new Campbell Darcy checking in from Australia. Hashtag hey, new salute to Cam to to Campbell. Cheers, mate. We got uh, Darren Gale showing love from Savannah, Georgia. Salute to Darren. And right. uh, Sue York in the building. So salute to Sue, Sue York. What up, Sue? <laughs> yeah, man. Sue's in here. We got R- Rodolfo Irizari. He says he's new to the chat. Uh, I'm not sure where he's checking in from. Maybe Puerto Rico. I don't know. We got Rich Diesel also. Hashtag new salute to you guys as well, man. Other Word. news, JLs from practice. Um, Frank, Frank was the topic. The spotlight was on, on Frank Nilakina and, uh, and, and Fizz basically, <laughs> Fizz basically said that, uh, you know, he was encouraged by what he saw in FIBA play. He mm-hmm. met with Frank, uh, about three times this off season. I think once in Dallas, once in LA, also back here in New York, just stressing to him to stay aggressive, stay confident in his game. Uh, talking about how ways that he can stay healthy. Remember, that's one of the biggest factors uh, yeah. that that's been kind of prohibiting Frank to really meet his potential is, is really staying healthy so that he can that's get on the court. I felt like he was overworking himself um, past two seasons. Mm. I remember one off season he was working so hard they were actually telling him to stop, mm. and he ended up pulling a groin. So I that's felt right. like he'd be going a little too too heavy on like the two a days and the no days off thing because he's a hard worker. He comes from a hard working family, but he has to hit the brakes on his body and allow it to heal sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think what I'm encouraged with is that, uh, listen, I mean, the con- they're showing confidence in the kid. Yeah. Obviously, what, what you're hearing is they are fully invested in this kid's uh, uh, success and his potential, and that's what you want to see. That's what you, you want to hear um, from this coach. Because, uh, you know, for, for a little bit last year, you just, wasn't, you just weren't sure. You just weren't sure where they stood with Frank last year in terms of the acquisitions that they made and, and also the, the inconsistency in playing time. What stood out to me was, well, I, what I got excited about in me was, Fizz said he was going to take Francis' plays and add him to the Knicks playbook. I yeah. was like, yeah. He, he did. He did, yeah. he did mention that. He said he was going to, he said he was watching the FIBA tape. And he said that uh, he's, he's going to take a couple pages out of Colette's playbook for Frank. He also said the coach, the France, the French coach, is going to uh, come to, to training camp as well. So, uh, let's see, man. You know, Paul Quick was in the chat. He's like, why are we talking about Frank? This, over the summer, Ari was DMing me on Instagram. He said, CP, why are you still talking about Frank? I mean, listen. He's on the team. He's on the <laughs> team. He's on the team, Jay Ellis. Like, what more do you want? He's on the team for a reason, man. Obviously. I mean, 
people want him gone so bad, yo. It's kind of nuts. He's either on the like all the way on the left or all, all the way on the right. Like we said with Alan Hahn, man, there's no in between with Frank, man. It's the Hatfields and McCoys. It's Republicans and Democrats. There's no middle ground. My whole point is we're going nowhere, okay? We've drafted this kid in the lottery. I'm not trying to see this fail, man. I'm trying to see this be a success. I'm not looking for him to be the next Donovan Mitchell. That that window's already sailed, all right? I've, right. I've already casted away that expectation that, that he has any superstar potential. But at the same time, how can you not see the potential for him to be a winning piece yeah. on the team? And winning NBA player role, role guy who can switch from one to three and sometimes four set people up to hit the open jump. There it is. Simple, <laughs> simple and plain tales. That's all I'm trying to see. You know what I mean? That's all I'm trying to see. We have to commit to the development. That is part of the development. That is the secret sauce. Right? It, it's it's not just, well, what's this kid coming in with? And if he's not meeting his potential right away, you throw him out. No, you have to invest in his success. He has the tools. Now, can this coach get the most out of him? He says he's stealing plays from the playbook. Let's see what it's going to be. And I don't know how I said it, too. It's like there's certain... People are so just, you know, they want everybody to be ready on day one. It doesn't always happen like that. Doesn't always happen like that. Develop into yourself and and get better over time. Some guys have to develop. Some guys will develop in one year. Some guys will develop in two years. Like sometimes it just takes longer for some guys to develop than others. And you just got to see the long term potential, man. That's it, man. That's that's it. it. That's it. And and you know whether you want to take a take a the stock and the FIBA play. A lot of the games, maybe not, but certainly the USA game, he deserves credit. He came yeah. in, he pushed his team, he willed his team to a comeback victory in the fourth quarter. He dominated Kemba on both ends of the floor in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That That's not <laughs> up for debate. That that's that not. was obvious. You, and you, even, know, you know what I mean? Go ahead. Yeah. And even the Austria game, like even though they lost to that game, they lost. Uh, Frank, he spurred the comeback. I mean, they can't. They, they can't oh, I believe it. Argentina, you mean. I mean, Argentina, Argentina like, yeah, like, Argentina. Argentina, the Argentina game, like he spurred the comeback. So you, you saw that fire in him. You saw that, okay, when other guys are, you know, when the defense is collapsing on other people, he can have the ability to kind of take over a little bit as yeah. like that third scored. And that's what that third guy has to do, take over when everybody else is pressed. And he's like, okay, well, maybe this can transfer to the NBA as well. He's got to give that, he's gotta get that man time, just give him time. That's all I'm saying. And, and you know, I, I'm looking at the, some of the comments in the chat. And I, we're, we're not here saying that th- th- this kid had a good year last year. He didn't have a good year last year. He had a terrible year last year. I'll be the first one to admit that. He was terrible last year. But what I'm saying is I see tools that, given a little development, yep. may be able to bear fruit on and help this team win games. That's all I'm saying. And I, I'm... I'm here to see it. And I think, you know, they have a decision to make on October 31st, whether they're going to pick up the option. It seems like they will, based on what we're hearing so far. And I think it would behoove them to do so, because we, we really have nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose. You're not going to get anything from him, for him in a trade right now. Stock yeah. is low. Go, go for it. It's $6.3 million. You know, it's not that much. Uh, it's not like we, there's big name free agents coming next season. So it's like, might as well. Might as well, man. Just, just just invest in his success and see what happens. I'm not here to tell you he, he's going to be anything great. I'm just here to say I, I want to see what, what he can be. 
Ari, Ari calling in, so you know the Frank. The Frank yeah, we're gonna hear Frank from we're gonna coming. hear from Ari. The Frank hate is coming. The Frank hate is, right. is coming. The Frank hate is coming. So that I'm definitely looking forward to that call. Uh, like I said, for those of you just joining in late, the phone lines are down as of right now, but we're gonna call you guys. So don't call us. We're gonna call you. And that's how that's how the show is going to run today, unfortunately. But shout out to everybody watching. Shout out to everybody supporting. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. And uh, let's shout out to people. We got Nick's clicking here. Make Nick's great again. Some of our yeah, Instagram guys in here. What's going yeah. on? Uh, what else? Say else from practice. DSJ uh, met with the media today and, oh, and talked about his off-season regimen. Said he lost 15 pounds, Jay Ellis. All right, yeah. and did I see you? Said, you said he that work in? Yeah, said he lost 15 pounds. He mostly cut out the fast food. He cut out the Bojangles. He mentioned, Bojangles. Yeah, he, he mentioned <laughs> Bojangles so many times. I, I think they got an under-the-table deal or something, some sponsorship Yo, going must. on. Definitely. I definitely, if you check his Instagram, I'm pretty yeah. sure you see Bojangles logo in the back. Uh, I'm telling you, man. DSJ said he cut out the Bojangles, but um, listen, that, that's certainly a sign. You know, it, it's certainly a, 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 an encouraging sign. Um, we know his durability is, is one of his big question marks. Facts. That's everybody's question mark. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But especially for him, uh, big time question mark. So for him to, uh, uh, you know, take that into consideration and, and take his conditioning and his fitness seriously, I think that's a good step in terms of measuring his maturity. Let's see mm-hmm. how that translates onto the court. Yeah, you would have to think the speed might go up a little bit soon. You lose 15 pounds, and you figure yep. somebody who's already athletic might be able to jump out the gym a little bit more. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying, Mitch? Yeah, you know what I mean? That's it. That, that's <laughs> it, man. Uh, shout out to Pierce, Pierce Crossley, JLC. He dropped us a 10-pound super chat. So, Pierce, I don't know what Pierce, I think Pierce may be checking in from uh, either the UK or maybe Australia, but shout out to Pierce because he's, he's definitely right. up late watching us. So, ch- cheers, cheers, mate. Top down screaming now, money. Yeah, man. Cheers, cheers to Pierce, man. But um, so speaking of DSJ, and and you mentioned Mitch, there there was a training camp rumor, mm. established by uh one Stephen Bondi, who says that uh DSJ banged on Mitch from the foul line. Today. From the foul line. From the foul line. Today. Ah, oh my I don't God. I don't know how true this is. We need video, or it's not true. I don't know how true this is, JLs, but the rumor is is that DSJ took off on Mitch from the foul line, and uh, the the rest is history, man. Do do we trust New York Daily News, CP? <laughs> no, that's the first question. No, come, all right, because they're not allowed in a lot of buildings. Yeah, so I don't know. They could they could they could just be starting stuff. You know, come, I don't. Coming from Bondi, no, but it's still funny. <laughs> It's still funny, and and shout out to shout out to Nick's click because uh, Mitch also replied to Stephen Bondi on Twitter talking about when did this happen. Mm. So Mitch is uh, is is putting down the rumors. But, mm, oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't shout, see this. shout out to Nick's click. He's always on it, and so then uh, so now DSJ now goes into his IG story saying video coming soon. <laughs> so. Is DSJ trolling? I don't know, man. You be the judge, man. I'll I'll let you guys in the chat be the judge. Is this a situation where, like, uh, when they say, you know how how they say John Starks dunked on the whole Bulls team? Yeah. And then 
and it was like, oh, Jordan's in the frame too, but this debate because Jordan wasn't really it, in the frame. Yeah, it was really just like a dunk by, you know, yeah. but Starks is our guy, so we'll claim it as such. Oh, that, it happened. Yeah, it, it, definitely, it happened. definitely happened. 100% happened. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <laughs> damn, yo, damn. These, yo, these Funny, really propagating the lie, yo. Uh, I'm telling you. I want to see Mitch reply to B. Smith, man. Uh, I'm telling you, man. So, uh, but yeah, listen, I, I think, um, like I said, man, I got high hopes for DSJ. I'm, I'm hoping he and Mitch become our next one-two punch. Yeah, Sprinkling a little Julius. We'll see what RJ brings to the table. Mm-hmm. A little ISO. Can ISO be that, that six-man punch off the bench is what I'm looking for. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot to go around here, man. You don't know. There's a lot to Everybody go around. Everybody here is young. You don't know what can happen this season. There's a lot to go around, man. So, yeah, those those are pretty much the three main tidbits from practice. It was Fizzell's comments on Julius Randle. It was uh, the spotlight on Frank Nilakina. You know, mm-hmm. Frank coming in and saying that uh, FIBA competition gave him some confidence. You keep hearing that word. You're hearing that word from Fizdale as well. It's confidence. confidence. And yeah. it's, it's so obvious from, from what we see is that it, it's a lot of times it's a confidence issue. A lot of the times he's trying to be uh, uh, too unselfish at times, and that's causing him to overthink things on the court. You saw that too in the FIBA games as well with Frank. So hopefully he just stops thinking and just let, you know let it go. Let, let it go out there. And that, that's pretty much what Fizz had said as well. Exactly. I just want to see that confidence kind of carry him throughout. 82 games this season, I want to see that confidence carry him throughout. Facts. That's what I want to see. Factuals, man. Factuals. All right, so let's um, – we're going to go to the phones. Dave, send me the uh, the link to the spreadsheet so we can start making some phone calls and seeing who wants to talk. We're, we're, we're doing it in reverse this year, JLs. Ah. Yeah. I don't know. Technical difficulties with the switchboard. So we are going to uh, call everyone. Dave, just send me the link in uh, in my Google chat so we can uh, start calling some people that want to talk. Let's go to some uh, some more comments. Salute to everybody. Where's everybody checking in from? Put your city in the chat so we can see where you guys are checking in from. We already heard from, uh, from Pierce Crossley who sent us a super chat all the way Eight. from England, 3 a.m., Checking, checking us out, out, man. So, cheers to Pierce. Robert Paris, longtime friend of the show. He Me. says, uh, let's make it a great season to grow from. Hold the Bojangles, Shales. <laughs> so, hold the Bojangles. Hold the, hold the Bojangles, I don't man. know why that sounds weird to me. To yeah. Hold the Bojangles. Maybe it's the Jangles part. Hey, listen, man. Bojangles <laughs> is dangerous, man. I used to live in ATL. I used to live in the South. Oh, yeah? I mean, from from Bojangles to Zaxby's to Chick Fil A to just the regular wing spots. I mean, oh, DSJ's man. from the South, man. is is dangerous living down there, bro. The food is too yeah, good. The, yeah, the food is too good. The the food is too good down there. So uh, I feel his pain, man. All right, so before we get to the phones, let's shout out some uh some locations. We got Danny checking in Riverside, oh, yeah. Connecticut, Jersey Shore from Phoenix, San Diego, California. Salute to Bull. <laughs> I was out in uh, I was out in L.A. I didn't get a chance to go to San Diego. I I love that place. Um, be- such a beautiful place, man. If you haven't been there, you got to get there. Uh, Jaime Hernandez checking in from Tucson, Arizona. So we got East Coast, we got West Coast representing. We got Queens in the building. T D tag. Who you got in your chat? What's we'll your locations in your chat, man? I see Richard LaJoy from Hartford, uh, Connecticut. I see you. Salute, salute. Uh, Kamai from Brooklyn. BK stand up. I see you, bro. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, Stephen Evans. Um, from Essex County, I see you too. Okay. Uh, 
Enzo, Delray Beach, Florida. I see you too. And Florida. Gary. Up, man. Yeah, man, we got some Miamis in the building. We got we got some Miamis in the building. I'm thinking about doing a um, Knicks Heat in March. Do a, do a live on location from from Miami. Let's go to enemy territory. Oh, and uh, well, really not enemy territory because you know in Miami, man, there's tons of Knicks fans that's down Knicks, there. That's, so, that's Knicks town too. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I'm thinking it's prime location them to link up with the squad out there and uh, and, and go to a game. So uh, let's definitely do it. All right. All right. So first call. This is the first caller. We're gonna call Jay Gates. Jay Gates wants to talk Knicks. Let's All right. let's see how this goes, Jails. This could get a little. <laughs> this could, this could get, get a little weird. All right, Jay, you're up, man. You better. You gotta answer your phone, man. We're calling you. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. We're calling Jay Gates. Will this work the other way? Will it work? Will he pick up the phone? Will he pick up? Pick up. Let's All see. right, here the echo. I think you picked up. Hello, hello, hello. Yo, Jay, Jay, Jay. For reaching out to the boy, how y'all doing tonight? Good man, good man. Um, so, so what you want to talk about, bro? Um, uh, listen, to keep it all being with y'all, man. Um, you know, this is Stephen Evans in the chat, bending knees, gang, all of that. Okay, so, so, okay. So again, hello. Um, and listen, like y'all. I'm getting ready for the season. You know, I got high hopes, you know, measured expectations, man. But I'm looking for some good ball to be played. Um, mm-hmm. I've been giving your man's a problem, though, over the last couple of weeks. Oh. Uh, you know, about about Frank Nilekina, bro. And listen, I'm not trying to start off the Frankie cigarettes hate, right? <laughs> uh, you know, as of right now, he's one of ours. So, you know, you, you got to put your arm around the boy. But I'm telling you, man, Phil Jackson was a covert agent, uh, and Frank Nelatina was the last fuck you on the way out the door to us. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell y'all some good shit, right? And we have got to understand. It's like being in a bad relationship. You understand? Sometimes Shorty don't want you no more. Sometimes you don't want Shorty no more. Stop trying to make it work. He has shown us. He has shown us what he is and what he's not. I don't care that he was in FIBA over there playing against carpenters and fucking <laughs> cigarette rollers and shit, and he yeah, showed just, out. Just go, chill with the language, man. We try to keep it a family show. Just, just, oh, my bad. My all bad. Good, all okay. good, all good. Well, he's emotional. He's emotional, J.L. What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say, uh, uh, even Stevens, is what do we have to lose with, with trying to keep developing the kid? Why give up on him so early? I, listen, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's a valid point. Um, I can appreciate that. But my thing is, <laughs> You know, my thing is, uh, especially when you've been doing this as long as I have, as long as you have, right? Mm-hmm. Your eyes tell you whether somebody has it or not. I'm all for not giving up on somebody uh, before they see the light, as it were, right? Mm-hmm. I'm all about giving rookies and young players time to go out there and uh, and learn their limits, uh, test their boundaries, make their mistakes, so on and so forth. And I'm telling you from somebody who has watched ball since, since the seemingly the day he was born, he does not have it. He has all the attributes to be a good wing defender and maybe a 3 and D guy someplace else, right? It's okay. not going to happen here. And I told you a couple of months before, my main reason that I'm tight about old Frankie Cigarettes <laughs> is because he ruined one of the best nicknames the city has ever given a player. <laughs> the French Prince? We can never name anybody that ever again. I mean, that's, that's, not, that's not true, man. That's not true, man. I, I appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate the call, man. Uh, 
That's that's not necessarily true, Jay Jay Ellis. I mean, listen. If it's not if, true, that's not the best nickname ever given. No, that that that, that he, he, he that he ruined it. I mean, listen. Another guy can come along. You know, Michael Petras Jr. may come along in ten years and, and be a superstar here. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I, and listen, it, it's going to be like a transition period if Frank doesn't work out. We can't call yeah. somebody the Frank's Prince uh, to, uh, next season. Yeah, you got to give a little time. You got to yeah, give a little time and, him. yeah, let him marinate. Let him marinate. Let him marinate. Yeah, yo, but yeah. <laughs> yo, let me tell you something about this guy, Even Stevens, though. What he didn't tell you was that he left me a, a comment the other day. It was like, yo, man, I can't take this anymore. Y'all got to block me from the channel. <laughs> So, so I put him out his misery, and I block him from the channel. Then I see him on the Nick of Time show. I gotta, I gotta bring him back, man. I gotta bring him back. He's just emotional, as you can tell. He's, just, he's just emotional. Man. He's just a passionate Knicks fan, you know. I, even Stevens, we gotta bring you back to Knicks fan TV, man. It's all good. Oh man, I mean, it's all good. Yeah, my my man personally requested that I block him from the channel. That is a special. That is a special guy. <laughs> he goes. I can't stand watching these Franks. These Frank highlights. Oh, because it was it was during the summer when I was I was oh, I was the putting summer. the Frank highlight, the FIBA highlights up all every day, and and uh, Stephen Evans couldn't take it, man. He wanted me to put him out of his misery, so he said to block him for the channel. Funny. So That's boy, funny. boy, he's lucky. Oh boy, man. He's lucky I didn't have the resources to do the Frank highlights. I would have had him up too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, it, it's 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 for me to give the people the information. You exactly. be the judge. You take that for what you will. All right? That's all I was trying to do, man. That's exactly. all I was trying to do. All right. Get- Take the good with the bad, man. That's it, man. Take the good with the bad, JLs. That's it, man. Um, salute a couple more super chats coming in. Salute to Michael Ray. Sends us a super chat. He says um, he could see ISO off the bench putting up Lou William numbers all buckets. That's my guy, man. That That's where I'm going with it. You know, I know a lot of guys. Um, I, I talk to a lot of guys in the chat and, and in the comments, um, namely my, my guy named New York Guy, because he talks about ISO being a starter all the time. Tommy Gibson, he wants ISO to start. He gets tight at me when I say, listen, being being someone off the bench is not a bad thing, JLs. Nah. You know what I mean? It, it's it's not being a, a spark off the bench. Being a guy off the bench is not a bad thing. Manu, no, Gin- Manu Ginobili made a living off of the bench. He made a Hall of Fame career on top of his Argentinian career off the bench. James Harden made his yep. name off the bench. It's not a it's not the end of the world. I'm just saying this is where I feel like he could help the team even more. Yeah, and the thing is it's not a talent thing either. Yeah, yeah it's not a it's, talent thing. Like I always say it's a fit thing. It's really a fit thing. Like yeah. it's just, it's more fit and style of play. Mm-hmm. Because if ISO, I know he's been working on shooting more threes and quicker release if he's able to do more of that and not dominate the ball as much it would make more sense for him to be you know a, a two guy who's not going to dominate the ball let DSJ do his thing and let the other guys do his friendly with thing too mm-hmm. but I mean because he's kind of a ball dominant person might behoove him and behoove our team to have him come off the bench and that's it. do his thing that, that's all I'm saying man that I think I, I just like him being the focal point of the offense coming off the bench and 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 running the show, man. And I think he's going to do it. 
that's my pick. Uh, we we uh, we had the LA roundtable last week. Um, we, we're putting those videos together, and we're going to put those out later this week. And one of the questions that we took from uh, the the chat from Knicks Fan TV was, uh, "Who do we consider the breakout player?" And my pick was ISO. My my pick was ISO, man. I, I think he, he's going to be even better than he was last year. As you said, the three point shooting is the focal point. He even said that, you know, they, they want him to start shooting more threes, and I think we're going to see that. And, and if he can hit him at the same clip that he did, we're in good shape. That's, yeah, that's a pretty good pick. It's like, it's hard for me to pick a two. I, like, talent-wise, I get it because when you look at all the twos there, he seems to me has the highest upside out of everybody at that two position. Mm-hmm. So many there that you just have to kind of, like, you just don't know. Like, right. when Valentine with Reggie Bullock when he gets back with Dotson, even me and Frank might play the two. You just don't know. Right. So I can see why you pick ISO. I'm, I'm not mad at you. What's your take? I didn't speak to you yesterday, but I went live uh, when I touched down and I was talking about Dot. Uh, what's your take on the Dotson injury? Because I, I think it's, it's going to be a setback for him. I'm worried, man. I'm worried. I'm worried for a few reasons. One, I'm, one, I'm worried because he was like the last person kind of picked up. And it seemed like it came down to the wire. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's kind of like already an indication of what they might be thinking. Like, uh, two, usually get better over the summer. And if you're injured over the summer, you don't really have the opportunity to kind of grow your game like everybody else. And then he's going to be coming into the game, kind of working himself into shape and working himself into, you know, rhythm again during the season. So, and with so many shooting guards already on the roster, I feel like he might be a little bit behind the eight ball when it comes to everybody else. Yeah. So I'm a little I'm a little worried of what that means for him and his future here. Because, you know, somebody's going to have to go at some point. We have so many shooting guards. Uh, and he might be a little bit behind the eight ball because of that. Uh, I definitely, definitely, on that, I said that on the um... – my phone, my phone keeps going out. I said that on the uh, show last night. I, I think it's going to set him back, especially when you consider so many guys that are under consideration at the two. You think about ISO. You think about RJ. You think about Wayne Ellington, especially from a three-point shooting standpoint. And you also think about maybe Frank, you know, the way they're touting him. So I think that's that's a setback for Dotson. As much as we like him, um, that's a setback missing the entire preseason. So we'll see. But as as I said in the show is that uh, you, myself, and Terry had discussed it when we were talking about our two-guard rotation, and that was Terry's point. He said, you know, injuries may play a factor into who factors into the rotation. Yeah. And, and there That's we go. Sure. That's for sure. And you have a lot of injury-prone people. Yep. Uh, I agree, man. Um, who's on deck to call next? We're going to call Kenneth Lane next. So, uh, Kenneth Lane, be ready. All right. Uh, let me just address another super chat that came from Michael Ray. He said, if Frank becomes James Posey 2.0, we will be happy. Sure. James Posey was tough as nails, man. Much bigger than um, than Frank. I'm not sure if he'll, he'll fill out like James Posey. Um, but Posey was nice. And, and he factored into the Celtics' run to the finals mm-hmm. and, and ultimately winning the chip. And he was a solid, solid 3 and D role player. That that was James Posey, man. Real, real good player. Real solid right. player. All right, let's go to let's call let's call Kenneth up, Jay. Let's see what Kenneth is doing on on this right. on this Wednesday, Wednesday evening, round two of we'll call you, don't call us. <laughs> okay, here we go. It's not even, it's not even a line, man. <laughs> here we go. 
This is this is what happens, man. When you have technical difficulties, you got to make it work. There's always a workaround. You go. Yo, what's good? Kenneth, what's good, my dude? How you feeling, bro? I'm good. Yo, I'm sorry about Vegas, man. I'm sorry about Vegas. Yeah, JL. Was... Yo, Kenneth stood us up in Vegas, man. What? No. Hey, he stood us up yeah. in Vegas, bro. I had no. I had the I had the happy hour everything set up. I had no. everybody come through. We had 30 people come through that happy hour. Kenneth was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pull up, man. I'm coming with my girl, blah blah blah." I'm like, "No doubt, bro. Pull up. We here." No, Kenneth. Damn. No. Nope. That was my first time in Vegas. My girl, you know, we was out there with the fam. I, nope. I, I went a little too hard in Vegas. Too litty. It was too litty for him, Jails. He couldn't hang. He couldn't no, hang, but... man. It's all it's good, good, man. It's your first it's, time, it's, man. It's good to see y'all back, though. But um, my thing is, um, I'm really liking this team. My thing is, we really got a situation with the point guards. That's that's going to be a battle in training camp. That's what oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I've always been high on Frank. You know, I get the Frank hate, but it's it's like if he just put it together, he's that perfect point guard. But, I, you know, that's that's probably reaching. But I think Dennis Smith is really going to take that leap this year. You know, year three yeah. for him. I, I really think Dennis is, is going to just blow everybody away, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. Yeah, but, I, um, I hope so, man. I hope so. I'm looking for big things from DSJ. He's my pick to start for right now. You you heard quotes from, from uh, Peyton. Peyton was like, yeah, I don't care as long as we win. Mm-hmm. That's what they all say, but we'll see what happens when the when the playing yeah. time starts getting dished out, JLs. Exactly. exactly. So, um, my question to you guys, like, realistically, like, we do have a deep team. Mm-hmm. Every year we get disappointed. Do you really see this team as a playoff team? Or having a chance to make it to the playoffs? Go ahead, Jazz. Uh, I mean, there's always a chance. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's always a chance. I've I've said uh, now, now with the Knicks, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see what you're saying though. There's always a chance. I've always say 30 wins. Here's the thing with this team, there's so many young players, and there's so many players under 25 that there's not, you know, the ceiling hasn't been met with over half the roster. True. It's true. So you just don't so know what you're getting. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's like, you just don't know what you're getting. Everything's going to be surprised. So you can, you can, somebody can break out. There's like five people can break out. And you're like, Oh, right. I think that's, I think that's going to be DSJ this season. I, I think he's really taking that, you know, step maturely, you know, his, his basketball IQ is just there for me right now. Like, seeing what he's been doing this off summer with his shot, it's, I, I think he's just putting it all together. We're going to see that this season. So Yeah, I mean, to me, and, and appreciate the call, Kenneth, and, and to me, I, I agree with JLs. I'm sticking to my 30. I'm not moving from 30, JLs. I said 30 from the summertime, and I'm not moving from it. I'm setting my standards low, and I, I would like to be pleasantly surprised. That's where I'm going to go with it because I'm, I would love I'm not. To. Yeah. But as you said, so much has to break right. We have, number one, we have all the youth. A lot of guys under 25. If if we go with the starting lineup of DSJ, RJ, Knox at the three, uh, uh, Randall at the four, who's only 24, and Mitch at the five, that'll be the youngest starting five in the NBA. Again. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be on Fizz. How does he manage their development? How does he manage the minutes with our veterans? We have veterans who are still... Um, um, at the at the peak of their career in terms of Marcus Morris, he's gonna want to yep. play. You have guys like a Wayne Ellington, he's gonna want to play over thirty, <laughs> right? Uh, Peyton, he's gonna want to play despite what he says. So it's a lot of stuff that has to break right. How do we yeah. improve on our defensive numbers? That was dead last last year. 
in so many categories? How do we improve on our three-point efficiency or three-point statistics, which was almost at the bottom every year? Those are the key metrics that we're going to need to really win games. You know now, what I, mean? I, I fully expect the offense to be a lot better. I know that. For sure. mm-hmm. All the three-pointers that we – all the three-point shoes that we signed this year was very deliberate. It was very intentional that we signed these guys. I would be surprised we're dead last again or next can't year. Can't be. Dead last. Can't be. There's just no way. Yeah. I, I don't see it. I, we, we have to – certainly from the three-point stripe – we we gotta be more uh, efficient and and more solid from there and that and defensively as well, man. I think yeah. I think you know we just had a lot of knuckleheads last year from Canner to to Arizona to a lot of the young rookies. Like we just didn't have any solid defense out there. And and with these vets, with Taj, with Morris, with you know even Peyton, who you can yeah, some people question how good of a defender he is. With Frank, uh, you know, with Mitch, we, the defense has to improve. Defense has yep. to. Improve. Yo, dude, CP, when I was reading this article and they quoted Fizz and and Fizz says, I have people here who can retain information. Yeah. I fell out of my chair at work, bro. Moody, eh? I'm mad. That's the first person I want. <laughs> Moody and Mario, yo. Yeah. Mario stayed on the bench for doing dumb shit. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, man. So shout out to Mario. Good luck in Portland. I like Mario, though. I'm, I'm going to be rooting like for Mario, Mario you know? Not gonna be and rooting for Cam. Knox be lost. Knox be like a genius one play, and then yeah. the next play he be lost. That's right. So hopefully that, that um he he shows up at the end of the mm-hmm. defense. He shows up his defense as well. Absolutely, man. Um, so the next caller up is gonna be um D Tag in the chat. Avery D Tag in the chat. We're gonna uh call him. And uh, but first we're gonna salute to some people in our chats, man. Salute to uh, CP the artist in here. Always in here. All right. I got uh, Elixir Flow in, in my chat. He seems like a new new uh, watcher. I haven't haven't seen his comments in a while. Alan Duarte, he's been in round. He says our defense was better than our offense last year. Ah. I don't know, man. It was all pretty bad. Seventeen yeah. wins. It was all it was all trash. I can't yeah. I can't rate one over the other. Yeah, man. he was bottom of the league defense, bottom of the league in yeah, offense. I I can't see I it. Know. I don't know about I that. I can't see it. What, what do you guys in the chat think about Kenneth's comments? Do you guys see playoffs? I see CP the artist putting 36 wins in here. Throw your win totals in the chat and yeah, uh, and let us know what you think. Big Shaq says 44 in the eighth seed. Oh, he's going for it. That's Yo, big. Steven even, uh, even asked, are we, should we uh, collaborate with the entertainment? Oh, I, oh, I have before, yeah. Ent- entertainer, me and entertainer, school. We we uh we collab before. Uh, we're gonna set something up with Sim. Still gotta set something up with Sim. Nothing but Knicks. Uh, uh, you have Knicks Film School. We got Macri coming on soon. We have uh Tommy D, who we're gonna be linking up with next week mm-hmm. at the studio. We got Tommy D coming in for yeah. some special content. So we we're gonna be collaborating with everybody, man. Definitely, definitely gonna be collaborating with everybody. Word. Um, okay, thirty four yeah. wins from Enzo. 38. Okay. Okay. 37, 32. Okay. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of 30s. 35, Matthew Willard. 30 to 35, Prince Andy Isaac. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of guys are realistic. Jarrell Williams is 45 in playoffs. Wow. Woo! He's going for Jarrell's it. going for it, baby. He's going for it. Leon Feeder says uh, 27. Okay. He's going 27. Ari goes 26. It's crazy because I, I feel like 38 and 40 might get us in the playoffs. It could. <laughs> it, it definitely could. All right, let's um let's call up D Tag. D Tag, be by the phone, man. We're coming to you next. I like this game, Jail. This is this is like you know, this is a little bit different for us, man. But you gotta always yeah. adjust. 
Uh, <laughs> Got to make those adjustments, man. Definitely. All right, here we go. Uh-oh. I think we lost. Uh-oh. Um, what's up? What's up? Yo, what's good, man? You just uh, just put your TV or your computer on mute. How you feeling, bro? Yeah, um, doing good, doing good. Um, I was, I was, I mean, you were talking about a long chair. Um, mm-hmm. like, like, I, that's how I talk to people who, like, from about squad or, like, um, like, rotations and two guards, and they never mention a lot of trail, like, being there or, it, it was, like, y'all talked about it, but it was kind of weird. I was talking, I was like, how are you going to get minutes with Dawson? Like, if you want, like, defense and stuff, like, mm-hmm. like, is it going to be Frank or is it not, it's like the second year, it's going to be, like, um, what's his name, um, um, what's that second, um, RJ? what's his name, um, no, the second, um, I'm point guard, um. Are you talking about Alfred Payton? Yeah, Alfred Payton, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, like, I don't see them playing with each other, it's just, it's just. Yeah. It's just um, it's, like it's, a, it's a weird mix. I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's I, a I weird mix. Saying. Like, yeah, it's like, it's like, is he gonna play some point guard or he's yeah. gonna play like because it's it's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. And pre- appreciate the call, man. Um, he's he's basically saying what you were saying. You always been saying, JLs. Yeah. It's a it's a weird mix. You know how are we gonna go? You know a guy like Iso, he's more of an offensive focused player. Uh, uh, you know how you gonna get Dots in his minutes? How you get Frank in his minutes? That's that's gonna be on Fizz. Yeah, that's gonna be on Fizz, and that's gonna be on on Perry when it comes down to February stuff, yo. Because like the first part, you know, when Perry Perry first came here, I felt like they're just grabbing talent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're grabbing talent and just throwing them in a bucket. This off season is the first time where I feel like he's actually considering how pieces fit together. Right. You know what I mean? So like so. I feel like the more time we give them, the more they'll start to consider mixing talent with fit. And then we'll have like another shot blocker and yeah. D guys and guys who handle the ball and guys who play off the ball and things of that. Nature. Agreed. It's not going to be perfect in the beginning, people. Yeah. This is a work in progress. So, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be mismatches. It's going to be, you know, fitting around squared. What are, you know what I'm saying? Round peg in a square hole, all of that. It's not going to be perfect. Fizz is going to have to find his rotation. I, I see this rotation. I saw somebody, Robert Paris, maybe in the chat said 10. I, th- I think it could go maybe 11, even maybe 12, man. It's, it's going to be deep in the beginning. I don't see how Fizz uh, uh, cons- cons- condenses this rotation um, at the gate. I think it's going to take him some time. Yo, I'm definitely preparing to hear the term, like, extended training camp, yo. I'm definitely <laughs> yeah. I hope like, not, man. Gonna be in December. Yo, we still figuring out, we're, dog. We're, we're, we're still figuring it out. We're, we're still figuring it out, you know? <laughs> we're like, still dog, figuring it out. Christmas, man. Like, what are you doing? Man? Yeah, man. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, quick reset. Salute to everybody in the chat watching right now. We got about uh, 350 people watching. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man JL's from Nick of Time Show. This is the home of the diehard Knicks fan where we talk about Knicks news like we are right now. Knicks rumors and post-game live analysis featuring live callers from you, the fans. First game coming up is going to be October 7th, Knicks versus Wizards, the first preseason game on the docket. So you know where to go right after the game. Come right here to Knicks Fan TV to the Nick of Time show, and uh, yep. let, let's weigh in on our first preseason game, man. Also Back. this Saturday, uh, open practice, Jails. Open practice. We will be there this yeah. Saturday. Be in uh, the building. We're going to be in the building. Uh, we'll get you guys the details in terms of uh, the content, where the content is going to be. We will be, whether we're posting stories or going live, we'll, we'll give you guys the final details. So just check your communities tab and uh, also make sure you hit that uh, notification bell so you don't miss it. Uh, Chaos, would you change, change your light bulb? Am I right? Oh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, all right, next next man up is um, we're going to call Big Shaq. Julian, we're going to call Julian. We haven't heard from Julian in a long time, man. We haven't heard from Julian in a long time. But let's salute uh, Michael Parker, number one friend of the program. He says, salute CP and JL. A salute to the chat. He's predicting 42 wins, Shells. He's going 42. Okay. Well, all right. Stay going tuned. Going big, man. He's going big. He's, he's going yes. big. Optimistic. Uh, yes, I sir. like it. Op- optimistic as well, man. All right. So let's, uh, let's call Julian. Julian's up, and then Will from LI is on deck. So here we go. I know Julian's going to pick up. Julian used to be like the first caller of last season. He used to be oh, the first yeah, caller every Julian. game. Man. What up, Julian? Yeah, we haven't heard from him in a while, man. He kind of ditched us a little bit. He's on vacation, man. It's like Ken- he's like Kenneth. He stood us off in Vegas. Man. Hey. Yo, what's, what's good, my dude? What up? Uh, How you I feeling, man? Y'all in a minute. I'm good. How are y'all? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, man. So, so what do you want to talk about? Uh, Just a little bit about Fizz and expectations for the season. Okay. You know, during training camp, it's all nice, and uh, you know, defense is going to be the priority this year. But you know, I'm more interested to see if they're playing defense in like December, January, when we come off of a five-game losing streak. Uh, you know, guys like the vets are might want to throw in the towel. Um, we can't like. Oh, defense, defense, defense! First fifteen games of the year, and just like start sacking off, because that's kind of how it was last year. And I want like this off season, all the talent we required to go to waste. Got, gotta uh, get after early, man. No, no doubt about it. Gotta start early. Gotta start early. I agree. Yeah, man. And also depends on you know who's playing too, because this guy's who's calling card on his team is defense. Like Mitchell, but uh, Morris is a defensive player. Taj is a defensive player. Uh, Frank is a defensive player. Uh, Alfred, you know, he, he also has, like, some defensive pedigree as well. So as long as he plays certain guys in, in certain minutes when, when things are going down to kind of give that boost and, and keep everybody motivated, I think he will. But it's up to Fizz to play the right players, the, the right mix, too. Yep. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't want to hear that extended trade camp garbage. Um, <laughs> I really don't. Um, I, I'd say by at least before Christmas time, he has to figure out what are his, like, nine, eight, nine, ten best guys he, he can throw out there on a nightly basis and contribute? Hopefully, um, Frank's one of those guys, cause, and then hopefully we give him the option because it would just be stupid uh, in terms of an asset management perspective because yeah. 
Yeah. He's, he's a lottery pick, man. We can trade him for something. Man, uh, I don't know right now, but... Uh, I, I feel like yeah, the FIBA... He had a good summer. He had a good summer. He gave Kemba buckets. Um, I really like the way he played for France. Yeah. Hope, hopefully the, the France coach rubs off on him a little bit and tries to give, uh, tell him to give Frank some confidence. That's all it is with him. He's a talented kid. Factuals. Factuals, yeah, man. man. Pre- appreciate the call, Julian. Yeah, JL said, listen, I, I've said it, we've said it. It's got to start on the defensive end, man. We, we have to get um, off to a good footing. And that's, an, like I said, that's why I'm going with Mars. That's why I'm going with Mars. That's my three. Um, Me too. To, to kind of stabilize things in the beginning. Then you could always make the switch. That's a fact. You could always and make Nash the switch. And defense, too. I know he's been watching a lot of film, but hopefully he picks it up. And, he, and he's grown from, he grows from last season. Yes, sir. I agree, man. All right, next up, Will from LI's up, and then Ari's on deck. We got a couple more calls before we wrap up. So to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. If you're new in the chat, leave a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. If you just get me. Hello? My man, what's going on, brother? Yo, what's going on, guys? It's good to hear you. Hold on, let me mute the TV. Yeah, man. There we go. All right. All right, yeah. Yo, y'all, listen, man, y'all been doing great things this summer. I love the Chris Childs interview. Chris Childs interview. Um, uh, What's it called? Aaron Hans and everything. You guys are doing great things. I love to see it. Thanks, bro. Appreciate the support, Uh, man, as usual. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, So I I will be there at the first preseason home game against the Wizards. Not this Monday, but that Friday. Yeah. And um, I will be at the season opener. Got that thing paid for, mm-hmm. so I'm just yeah. to see you out there. So it's gonna be lit. Yep, um, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, man. Well, got... well, let me let me just stop you there since you mentioned it, so I could uh, share it with the people who I have not shared it with. So what Will's alluding to is we will be hosting the next season opener, home opener against the Celtics, Saturday, October twenty sixth. A premium fan package in the VIP Chase Lounge at Madison Square Garden. The tickets include a ticket to the game. Free food and drinks. No alcohol, yep. just regular drinks, sodas, waters, all of that. <laughs> Meet and greet with a Knicks alumni player. And yep. giveaways. Giveaways. Yep. Autograph packages. Raffles. The whole nine. Sponsored by girls at the Knicks Omni Fan. And Jay Ellis. The free throws are back. Yeah, hey. free throws up. Got to my 10-day contract. The lucky fans who purchase this package will be coming with us on the floor on Madison Square Garden Arena to Hold shoot that. a oh, free throw. You on the floor, baby. You on the floor, Will. I'm, I'm already one for one, so you, I'm already ahead of the game. So you guys got to come <laughs> through. Jay Ellis and me, I, we could bet. We could put We could put a nice little wager on this, Jay Ellis, and, and it's okay. going to be on video, man. So hey, you, I got to you, you, you better get, you better get, <laughs> your, get your shooting back in order, Jay Ellis. Go to David oh, Busters man. or something and get right, bro. <laughs> I'm not sure, too. You, you saw KD was at Dave and Buster's. No, he can't go back to it no more. Oh, man. All right, well, so what do you want to talk about, man? All right, so the first thing um, is Fizz, man. Mm-hmm. Just, like, his whole energy, especially that press conference, how they kicked off uh, the conferences for media day with mm-hmm. him, Scott Perry, Steve Mills. He wasn't, like, his most enthusiastic self. Because like, you know you messed up. We ain't going to fall for that like you did last year. We're looking at him. I'm just like, for me, I'm going to start a riot if 
um, Peyton is the starting point guard mm-hmm. at any time during the season if DSJ <laughs> and Fred are healthy. Like, I'm all right. Like, I'm not. I'm. I got a really short lease with Fizz. I'm not. I'm not having it. And like, especially with this rotation with everybody that we got right now, I'm really not messing. Like, I'm. I'm looking at Fizz and I'm looking at this whole resume. I'm just like, what have you really done? Like, you got. You still got to prove yourself. You know. I'm. You know. This is an actual roster. That one day right off red shirt year. We're done with that. Right, I need wins, but at the same time, I, I, I don't care. Like, it's I don't want to see putting in Moutier over Frank because he's a better player. But at the same time, you know that was a complete waste of time for everybody involved, except for Moutier. Great for Moutier. I think was he on uh, the Suns or something? I don't know. It was good for him. Utah. Like, what does that leave us? Utah. He's always Utah. Yeah, he went to Utah. Whatever. I couldn't care less. <laughs> it's like it's just Fizz gotta get this packed and it's hard and you definitely right he definitely got the hardest coaching job in the NBA cause you look at all these guys it's, it's like stacked when they you saw what the Knicks put up on Instagram with all the all the roster and everything that's 15 guys that legit can play and it's up to Fizz to see how that goes but with, you know, I digress. That's basically what I want to say for that. And then the last thing, yeah, um, it's KD related, man. Now, um, Kawhi went to a uh, Rams game or something, and he got booed. Yeah, they right? did. They booed him. They booed him and Paul George at the Rams game. Hey, it's uh, Laker. It's Laker country, man. You yeah, know that. Right. It's Laker country. Man. So I need to know what is this, is this? What we doing? If we see KD, are we gonna be like you know, nah, son, boo, boo, boo? Well, who like, who got booed at the Met? Oh well, well at the Mets game. And appreciate the call. Well, at the Mets game, Jay Ellis, when the news broke that KD and Kyrie had signed with the Nets, the fans booed. So I mean, ah. it's, it's the same thing. It's the same hey, man. thing, man. You, you know whose town it is. You know whose town it is. Yeah, we know that. We know that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Did get booed and and listen, it's Laker fans in there that's tight that he didn't sign with them. Just like yeah. at the Met game, it was Knicks fans tight that that KD didn't sign with us. So I wanted to ask Will. I guess I guess he answered my question though. Mm-hmm. Kind of that day, I was like, what if what if Peyton just plays better? But I guess he doesn't camp. Yeah, I mean, you know, listen, I'm not gonna just totally you know roll over on this guy as a slouch. I mean, Peyton, his numbers and his performance last year, uh, uh, bear consideration. Yeah. For the job, I'm not just saying that it's it needs to be DSJ's job. Uh, there's certainly uh, skill sets as a floor general that Peyton will bring to this team, whether it's as a starter, as a backup. I'm not sure. I just feel like I want to, to, to for this team to to really have a successful season. I think DSJ has to take another a leap, and if DSJ yeah. can take that leap, because he, uh, skills wise, he's better than Alfred Peyton, right? Yeah, it's like everybody. Each point guard brings something different to the table, right? right exactly. Like, Alfred Payton is the best floor general yes. point guard. Yes, no like question. Him. Without Hands question. Down. You can't debate like, that. That's not, that's not even debatable. You can't debate that. Right? Yes. Uh, DSJ has the highest upside on the team because of the athleticism. That's what I'm saying. If you push it all together, it can keep you crazy. Uh, Frank is the most versatile. And if Frank actually pans out, he can be like a defensive and the best defender. He can be he can be Alfred Payton in a few years, but can guard one through three. Of them. Right. Right. 
<laughs> agreed. Agreed. I, I, I'm just saying is that of the three, like you said, DSA has the most upside, and that's what I'm trying to see realized with this team, with addition to Julius Randle and the other guys that you bring to this lineup. Right. That's that's all I'm saying. Not to say that Peyton stinks or whatever, because like I said, his numbers are, are very commendable. I mean, he averaged nine dimes after the All-Star break uh, um, last year. So, I mean, you, you have to respect that for sure. Have to respect it for sure. It's just that he can't shoot to, to save his life. <laughs> so, I don't know if that'll ever improve, but uh, we'll we'll see, man. All right, all right, let's let's give Ari a call. Let's let's see what Ari has to say. All right, here we go. Here we go. My breath. Let's go. Let's, let's give Ari a call because he's been waiting patiently. Let's see what Ari's got to say. Salute to everybody in the chat once again. Hello. Yo, what's good, bro? Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, guys? How are you? Good, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I I wasn't planning on calling today tonight, but then I uh, I heard this Frank nonsense, and I just had to get <laughs> I, I had to I had to get some action in. But um, go. the first thing I want to know is who's who's that who's that kid that um told that wanted to block you wanted to block he wanted you guys to block him from the show because oh, you were talking about that, that's Frank even, highlights that's even Stevens that's even Stevens oh we'll man bring him back, I gotta no, we'll bring, him back. My, bring him back he's my friend right now that guy I love that dude <laughs> but um listen man I mean this is the deal with Frank this, so I you know since I was waiting I did a little research right? right and um he was the only player in the league to post an effective field goal percentage below 40% while yes. taking more than 200 shots, yes. okay? Mm-hmm. And he's the fourth player in NBA history to attempt more than 700 shots in his first NBA season and shoot below 36% from the floor. Yes. So yes. he is literally the worst offensive player in basketball, arguably. Yes. It's yes. very arguable, all right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's mm-hmm. number one. Number two, he's not a point. Even if, let's say, he does learn how to shoot, which I highly doubt, He's not a point guard. I think we can all agree on that. He doesn't know anything about pace. He doesn't know anything about really running a team necessarily. He's not he's he's not quick. He doesn't know how to penetrate. He can't facilitate. He can't break down a defense. So that means he's got to go to the two guard, right? And on this team, you have RJ Barrett, you have Iso Zoe, you have Damian Dotson, Wayne Ellington, and Reggie Bullock all on the, playing the two, right? And if you're gonna put him yeah. to the three then he's just an undersized small forward who can't play basketball at that point, right? So, you know, that's my problem with him. It's not like I don't think he could be a role player on a championship team. Okay. Yeah, if you, have K- if you have Kyrie and KD and, like, some other amazing player and you just need someone to pass the ball and basically just switch one through three, then maybe you, he could play. And so, even then then, the, I, so then what's the problem? <laughs> What, what are no, we talking about here, man? No, no. The, the problem is we don't have Kyrie, we don't have KD, and his defense again. Like I, I, I don't understand the problem with. I, people talk like him. He's like Scottie Pippen defensively. Listen. Like he's not. I think he's overrated. Listen, I think he's a good defender, but I don't think he's locked down by any stretch. Is, is he, he the most... is he the best perimeter defender that we have on the team right now? Yes or no? Yeah, probably. Absolutely. But I think I, 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 I think I, I think I think I think RJ could develop into being just Maybe. A, a, a relatively uh, just as good of a of a defender as Frank. Wait, what's the word I keep hearing from 
Wiggle. RJ is not wiggle, as wiggle. Yeah. RJ is not as uh, agile as Frank. He's not able to get around screens as Stewart not is. yet. But I listen. I just think I don't, think I don't know. Listen, I, I think and, and and appreciate the call, R. Man. We just gotta. I gotta run to the next call and then wrap up. I, I gotta watch Power and catch up. But um, the thing is, J. Ellis. We know the offensive numbers have been bad. We're not arguing that. We already. I, I, I knew. I knew. I already knew all those numbers. I'm not so arguing not the new, numbers. That's not new information. I'm not. I'm not even gonna make it up that he was anywhere near good last year. He was not. No. <laughs> he was not. But yeah, what? I mean, he had good moments. You know, he got good moments. He ran the team good, but he shot really bad. He shot very poorly. But that does not mean that he can't get better. That's what we're saying. We're That's saying that we're saying. I'm saying I'm invested in this kid's development. Whether he, whether he materializes or not, I'm saying we have nothing to lose by keeping him here and continuing to see what he can become. He's only 21 years old. He was a project coming in. We knew this. Yeah. Maybe like he, just, he was just able to drink like last month. Right. <laughs> Maybe he was picked too high. I'm giving y'all that. He's not going to be Donovan Mitchell. I'm giving you that. I'm giving you all of that. But all we're saying, Jay Ellis, is keep him. The trade value is low. There's no point in trading him for unknown. Keep the kid and see what he can be. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? What's wrong? Just develop. Can we develop for once? Can we just do that for once? What's wrong with that? And then people say, "Oh, well, he's not the he, he, you know he's not the greatest defender." Yeah, he he slipped at moments last year, but he's still the best on the team. Still the best on the team. You can't argue that he was the best pick and roll defender as a rookie. He, he's still the best on the team. You can't tell me he doesn't have a high IQ. Can't tell me that. You can't tell me that. So what we need is for the rest of his game to pick up, and we saw a little bit of that in the FIBA game. His shot off the bounce, off the dribble, was a lot more fluid. At times, yes, he was still a little bit pensive, but at other times, he would turn up the Jets. He knew how to pick it up. I, I don't agree that he can't facilitate. I believe that he can facilitate. Yeah, I mean, he's, he was setting up uh, Gobert, Gobert. all day long. All day long, whether he's yeah. a primary or the secondary leading the break. Yeah, he's a combo guard. Right now, he's a combo guard. That's it. That's it. I, I do agree that his playing time is going to be in the balance with so many people. Yep. But you don't expect all of these guys to be here for the long term. So yeah, that's man. all that's all I'm saying. I'm just saying and I'm just saying like what if we just gave up on every NBA player after 2 years? Yeah. <laughs> like that, then he be like that, then he be Trevor Ariza. Exactly. Then he be Trevor. <laughs> Coming you know what like I'm saying? It. Then it be Trevor Fariza. For once, can we please hold on to these pieces and let oh them be God. our own guys? Yes, we don't have the KDs and the Kyries, but hey, maybe somebody in the chat said we need Jester wins. There he goes. We need one of these kids to develop into the guy. Maybe yep. two guys. And then maybe you bring a Frank off the bench to, to get a stop clutch in crunch time. You know, you're not looking for him to, to be the leader of the team. But he still brings intangibles that I think, as he gets older, he may be able to be a positive, positive uh, exactly. uh, impact play on the team. Intangibles that some people don't have, and some things can't. Some intangibles you just can't teach; you just have. <laughs> that's that's all we're saying here. That's all we're saying here. But we'll right. see. Like, like I said, we'll see, man. We're, there's no guarantees. All we're saying is, we're, I'm not giving up 
on on Frank just yet. Um, we're gonna go to D Rose, aka David Sal, in a second, and then we're gonna wrap up with Chad James. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat once again. This is Knicks Fan TV with my man JL from Nick of Time Show. Salute to everybody. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Uh, this is the number one show for the fans by the fans, the home of the diehard Knicks fan. Uh, we had Alan Hahn on a couple weeks ago. Shout out to Alan Hahn. That was a yeah. tremendous show. We're working on some other great guests. I created a, a playlist for those of you watching on Knicks Fan TV. I've created a playlist. If you click on the lowercase i at the top right, you'll see uh, a playlist with all our special guests. So if you're new to the chat, you'll see all the videos from all our past guests, from Alan Hahn, Chris Childs, uh, Mark Berman, who's going to be back on the show, Ian Begley, Moke sure. Hamilton, Tommy Beard from Forbes Magazine. You know, the, the list is growing, JLs. The, the list is growing. And uh, we definitely appreciate everybody for um, the support. All right, two more calls, and then we will wrap up. Remember, the open practice is this Saturday, so stay tuned to, to the channel for uh, open practice content. And then uh, we got our first preseason game on Monday against yep. the Washington Wizards. Finally. All right, David. Let's see if David fell asleep on us or, or if he's still watching. <laughs> David Jones says, get Chuck D on the show. I'm talking to Chuck, and we're, we're working on it. Hello? Hey, David, how you doing, man? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for calling. No problem, man. How's it going, man? It's going well. It's going well. Thanks for asking. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. What do you want to talk about today? So, I just wanted to uh, ask you something real quick. Uh, Marcus Morris, you know, he signed the one-year deal with us, and mm -hmm. he backed out of the uh, Spurs uh, whole contract and what are your thoughts about that do you think he just signed with us just so he could play with us for one year and then get like a more lucrative offer next year next season you know I'm not sure Jalis man that whole thing is still a mystery bro that yeah. whole thing with Marcus Morris is very much a mystery bro I don't know what happened you had Popovich come on in his press conference this week and and he still, he was asked about it, and he was just like, yeah, well, things happened that we weren't happy with and all of this. Okay, so what I was saying was, for one, since the Knicks had a little bit of extra money, we kind of overpaid him a little bit for that one-year deal. And we, I think we were paying him more than uh, the Spurs were for their, even though the Spurs were a multi-year deal, he was paying him more in that one year. So I feel like that was the first thing. And the second thing was... Um, He's actually uh, he he lives close to Philadelphia. Closer to Philly, yeah. Yeah, so he wanted to be closer mm -hmm. to home. So that was like the second thing. That's the thing he said in media days. Like, oh, yeah. I'll be closer to home. Right. So I feel like those are the two factors. So I'm not really sure if he'll be here long term. I, if he, if anyone wants to go during the trade deadline, to me, Mark Marcus Morris, I think everybody agrees, might be the first one to go because I'm yeah. not even sure. Like the motors just don't. The motors just seem to be maybe money and location. Mm. Julius Randle, who just like I love being there. Yeah, yeah. You know well, I mean? Julius is looking for a home. You know, Julius mm -hmm. is looking for a home, man, and and he he really hasn't had it. So with Morris, maybe and Jonathan Germain in the chat said he signed because he's a guy who likes five million dollars. I mean, hey, listen, some guys take a David West for example. Look how much money. David West turned down to uh, to go to the Spurs or, or was right. it the Warriors? One of those that he, he turned down a, a crazy amount, maybe double digit contract, just for a chance to win. So it yeah. all depends on your motivation. I mean, for a guy like Morris, the West is wide open. So you know who's to say he goes to, he doesn't go to the Spurs and and uh, and they they surprise some people in the West. 
I feel like age has a lot to do with it too, though. You know, I, I feel like when you're in your prime years, mm-hmm. more players are more more primed to go after money than anything. Yeah, it's interesting. When you get a little older, you're like, you know what? I want to win. Let's let's take that pay cut and go as far as you can get her. Facts, art. facts. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, but hey, I'm happy we have him. And and thanks for the call, David. Thanks for calling in. I'm definitely happy that we have him. Like I, I already told you guys, what I think he can bring to the team. Fizdale has echoed the same sentiments, and Morris went on at media day and said, hey, basically last year is last year, this year is this year, and mm-hmm. uh, we got some dogs on the team, and, and that's self-explanatory for the, for the one reporter who asked him, can you define what a dog is? Have you, you ever know? seen me play? <laughs> it's simple enough. <laughs> how, do you, how do you define a dog? <laughs> <laughs> what a th- throw that guy out of there with the ice bass guy. Like, oh, come on, man. Have you seen your mom? (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell me what a dog is, please? Oh, man. Can't make Uh, it up, Tails, as they say. uh, One day, we're getting that media pass. One one day, we'll be in there, man. We'll be in there. We're getting that media pass so I can ask them about ice as much as I want. Proper questions, (laughs) man. Yeah. Apologies. I I know I had the game volume up. Sometimes uh, those things happen. So apologies on that. But JL's... uh, restated his point so I, I think i guess you guys got it salute to rome in the chat matthew willard what's going on uh next clicks what's going on mr mr lee what, what's going on man all right last call of the night jls is going to go to chad james so let's give chad a call yeah. make sure he's not sleeping might be watching the tonight show we got work in the morning oh yeah all right here we go chad we're going to area code I'm not gonna put his number out there. So, all right, here we go, Chad. <laughs> you have reached the voicemail oh. box of four. Yo, Aww. Chad. Chad yeah. sent us the voicemail. Bro. It was going too well. Oh, hold up, hold up. Here we go. He called back. Hello. Yes, sir. Yo, what's good? Bro? Hey. Hey. What's good, man? Chad, what's I, I didn't know if you wanted to talk or not, man. I didn't know. Nah, nah, I got my phone at work. Okay. Now I got I'm at work. I got my phone set to don't disturb. Oh, so I had okay, the wrong okay, number okay. saved, so I saw a missed call. Got you, man. Yeah. Got you, man. Don't get in trouble, man. You know, make sure you go. No, no, I got a minute. I got a minute left. I'm okay. All right, all right. Come on. All right. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Right. All right. Let's say I appreciate everything I've been doing this summer. Yeah. I've seen the all Trish right. Cows interview. Yep. I love right. it. Uh, that that uh, the Terry and Trader podcast I did. I watch every episode. That was dope. Thanks. Um. Also. Uh, everybody need to leave Frank alone. I got Frank balling out on 2K. Leave that man alone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I just had a question. Like, when are y'all ever going to come out to Atlanta? Because I'm originally from Queens. Yeah. I live around Atlanta. So I go to every Knicks game mm-hmm. when they come out here. Y'all need to come out here and do a show since you always talk about you lived out here. Yeah, you gotta man. come out like, here and mess with us. Gotta come back to the A, man. And as you said, at the A, just like Miami, just like DC, Philly, it's always a home game. It's tons and tons of Knicks fans. So that that would be fun. That would be fun. I, I think a trip to the A is definitely on the docket. Maybe this year, JLs. We'll see, man. We, we play the whole yeah, couple times. I think their games are the two games are in February. So I'm looking to get my ticket because my uh, my best friend he a Hawks fan, so it works okay. out. So every year, me and him go. Like last year we went, it was on my birthday because they played in like November, so I was able to go to that one. Okay. Um, I try to get the closest seats I can get. Yeah. Wear my all my Knicks colors and just 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 have Wear fun. Proud, no doubt. You won that. You won that November game too, right? Um, yeah, we won that game. I think so. Yeah, it was yeah, good yeah. because because I went to I went to the, the Giants played the um, Falcons. Falcons that year. Yeah. 
and I went to the, he got me tickets for that, so I went there, and then we went to the Knicks game. So I went to both games for my birthday, and everything mm. worked out. Okay, that was pretty dope. All right, man. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted, man. If we do, we'll, we'll definitely link up out there, man. Be safe, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Back to work, man. Don't get in trouble, bro. No, I'm off now. I'm about to go home. Oh, all right. Car and drive home. <laughs> all right, later, man. Hi. Oh man, Chad. I thought we was getting in trouble for a second, man. He had his librarian voice on for a second. He was like, he was like Hello? Uh, yeah, uh, I want to talk about Frank. I like Frank. <laughs> Frank, Frank's my guy. But, uh... <laughs> oh, man, it's all love, man. Shout out to Chad. That was a good show, man. That was definitely a good show. Salute to everybody who was watching. Yeah, man. Good to be back. Yeah, man. Camario Jarvis checking in from Antigua and Barbuda. I hope those hurricanes that we had in the last month didn't affect you at all. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, man. So to all my people in Bahamas, too, man. Hope you guys, if any of all our viewers from Bahamas was affected by the hurricanes that we had, hope you guys are recovering well. Uh, definitely bless up to, to you guys, man. You know, I, feel, I feel like the hurricanes be hitting the Caribbean every season. Yeah, yeah, the hurricanes tend to do that, you know, JLS. Yeah, you know, we do we do have <laughs> we do have hurricanes. I know I mean like bad though. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, bad, yeah. Like, nah, hey, I nah, you like know I'm messing with three you. Years or so, I mean. Yeah, now nah, you know I'm messing with you, man. I'm messing with you, man. But uh Yeah, that's the show for today. Salute to you guys, everybody who was watching, man. Definitely a good show, good times. Uh the phone lines weren't working, but we the workaround was great. Maybe we'll do that again. Hopefully not, but you know, if we have to. At least it works. So shout out to Dave for helping us out with that. And shout out to all the guys that we talked to. Uh, Steven Evans, Ari, Chad, uh, uh, Julian. Salute to Avery, Kenneth, Jay. Salute to all you guys who we talked to, man. Uh, JL, I'm going to throw it over to you. Uh, oh, and, and sign out, man. Yeah, yo, shout out to, to Pete Coos. He wants us to go to Philly. I think I think a tour is coming now, yo. Yeah, <laughs> we got to go to Philly, man. Yeah, you know, we got to go to Philly, man. We got to go with some security, man. You know, them Philly Bulls be acting up, man. We got to go to Philly with some security, man. Definitely got to get some security. (laughs) 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 Nah, I got people's in Philly, man. We good, man. All right, I got got a message. Yeah, man, we good, we good, man. All right, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yo. Yo, yo, so shout out to everybody, man. If you want to listen to the Nick of Time show, I know we've been on hiatus for a long time. But we will be back. First episode will be back on October 22nd on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere you can find a podcast. I have links in the bio if you want to see, see that. Also, you can follow me on all social media. Uh, it's the Nick of Time Show on Instagram, the KOT Show on Twitter, and also the Nick of Time Show on Facebook. You can follow me on those places as well. And yeah, merch is coming. Actually, my store should be up soon. You can see you get the Knox shirt here. I got RJ merch coming soon. I got uh, Scott Perry merch coming soon. Trust me. Hopefully, everything will be with y'all on Sunday. And, yeah, that's it. Back to you, CP. Appreciate it, my dude, JLs. And uh, thanks again for everybody who was joining us, man. We had uh, almost 400 people watching on YouTube alone. Salute to everybody watching on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. Uh, salute to everybody watching, man. We thank you guys for the support. Once again, join the conversation. Let's keep it going. Share this video right now, wherever you are, on Twitter, on Facebook, wherever you are. Use the hashtag PostGameNYK, and we're going to add you guys to the exclusive private 
Twitter DM group as well as a Discord chat. So make sure you share it. The home opening tickets that we talked about. Free food. Ticket to Knicks versus Celtics. The free throws on the court. Meet and greet with a Knicks alumni player. A mega, mega package. The link is in the video description. You can get yours today. T-shirts, merchandise also in the video description. The Mitch Please T-shirts are going off the shelf. We just sent Mitch a, a whole package for him and his family as well. So he definitely likes the updated design. The show is also available in audio format. If you missed today's show in video, listen to it tomorrow at work. Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, Alexa. Search for Knicks Fan TV and you will find the latest episode. So we're always there. Everywhere you are was always the tagline and, and that's what we stay true to, man. So salute to everybody who was watching once again. Let's shout out some people as we get out of here. Rome, thanks again. AO Pal, my LA guy. Looney Waves, appreciate it. He says he already bought a ticket to the opener. Keith Sinclair, man, appreciate it. Delano's in here, appreciate you guys. CP, the artist, all you guys that called in. Michael Parker. Uh, go ahead, Jails. Ah, uh, man, Enzo, see you, man. Peter Cruz. Craig Williams only holding me down. Uh, thanks, Craig, for your work. Will from LI. Of course, he's from LI. Thank you for the compliment, man. Uh, Gil Humphreys, Jason Butler, Dark Matter. I know you don't like the Hawks, but we don't like him either. It's called Good One. Yeah, facts. And yeah, man. Decent clear. Uh, appreciate it, man. Everybody, man. Valentine Outlaw, thanks for coming out, man. Reaper, man. Appreciate it. Mr. Mr. Lee, appreciate it. Um, he says it's a dead link. Let me give you guys the link to the uh, to the home opener real quick. I'll give you guys the link to the home opener. So, and There's I like got uh, Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So, yeah, make sure you guys get it and get it soon. Stafford Don, bless up. Stafford down there in Florida. Uh, I won't lose. Appreciate it. And yeah, man. See you guys this weekend. Stay tuned to the channel. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that thumbs up. Share these videos. Support you guys. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.